Hello, everybody. This is Rob Swatsky from the York campus of Hack. And in this podcast, we will review the characteristics of the white blood cells with an emphasis on their structures. White blood cells, or WBCs for short, are also called leukocytes. The prefix leuco means white. They differ from the red blood cells in that they are larger in size and contain a nucleus along with all of the necessary cellular organelles. Unlike the red blood cells, they do not have any hemoglobin. Instead, white blood cells contain proteins called major histocompatibility antigens, or MHC antigens, in their plasma membranes. Every person has a unique set of these proteins, which act as cell identity markers, kind of like a cellular fingerprint, and are used in cellular recognition and immune defense. Most white blood cells have a very short lifespan of only a few days, but some can live for a few months or even a few years. They are much less abundant than the red blood cells. There are between 5,000 to 10,000 white blood cells per microliter of blood. An increase in white blood cell density above 10,000 cells per microliter is called leukocytosis. And this is a normal response to stressors like infection, surgery, or intense exercise. Here we see an abundance of white blood cells amidst some red blood cells. The opposite extreme of this is called leukopenia. This is when white blood cell numbers drop to below 5,000 cells per microliter as a result of shock, radiation, or chemotherapy. Can you find the white blood cell? These are all red blood cells, and oh, there's one. There are two categories of white blood cells based on the presence of distinct granules, a type of tiny membrane-bound vesicle filled with various chemicals within their cytoplasm. Granular leukocytes, or granulocytes, have distinct vesicles with characteristic colors. They are visible after the cells are stained and clearly seen under a light microscope. Agranular leukocytes, or agranulocytes, actually have vesicles, but they are very tiny and don't stain well, so they're not observable under a light microscope. There are three types of granular leukocytes, the neutrophils, eosinophils, and basophils. The agranular leukocytes include two white blood cell types, the monocytes, and lymphocytes. In white blood cell hemopoiesis, the myeloid stem cells give rise to the granular leukocytes, neutrophils, eosinophils, and basophils, along with monocytes, while the lymphoid stem cells only produce the lymphocytes, the T cells, B cells, and the natural killer cells. Let's now review the structures of the different granular leukocytes. Neutrophils, meaning neutral loving, are white blood cells named after their attraction to stains having a neutral pH and contain many tiny 
lilac-colored granules throughout their cytoplasm. They account for 60 to 70 percent of all the white blood cells. They have a multi-lobe nucleus with two to five lobes connected by strands of chromatin. Because of the appearance of their nucleus, neutrophils are also called polymorphonuclear leukocytes, or polymorphs, or simply polys for short. You can determine the relative age of a neutrophil based upon how many lobes are found in its nucleus. The more lobes, the older the cell. Eosinophils can be easily recognized under the microscope because their large granules take on a red-orange color when stained with acidic dyes. The prefix eosin is a reference to the red dye they are stained with. They account for only 2-4% of all white blood cells. They contain large granules which are typically found around the nucleus. Here's the nucleus, which is often bilobed. Here's one lobe, a second lobe, and there's a little bit of chromatin within the nucleus holding those two lobes together, kind of forming like a barbell appearance. Basophils are named after their preference for stains having a basic pH, such as hematoxylin, and take on a blue to purple color when stained. They contain round granules of different sizes, which often cover up the bilobed nucleus. They account for less than 1% of all white blood cells. Let's now review the structures of the different agranular leukocytes, the monocytes and lymphocytes. Lymphocytes have a large, round, darkly stained nucleus that takes up most of the cell volume with a small amount of sky-blue cytoplasm surrounding it. The lymphocytes include the B lymphocytes, or B cells, the T lymphocytes, or T cells, and the natural killer cells, or NK cells. Some lymphocytes are under 10 microns in diameter, while large lymphocytes are between 10 to 14 microns in diameter. Lymphocytes account for 20 to 25 percent of all white blood cells. Monocytes have a large kidney-shaped or horseshoe-shaped nucleus with a foamy grayish-blue cytoplasm surrounding it. They are the largest of the white blood cells, having a diameter between 12 to 20 microns. Monocytes account for 3 to 8 percent of all white blood cells. Monocytes also have the ability to grow bigger and differentiate into macrophages, which means big eater. These cells can emigrate out of the bloodstream. Macrophages may be fixed or tissue macrophages, which means they stay in one particular type of tissue, such as the alveolar cells within the lungs or the Kupfer cells within the liver. Other macrophages are wandering macrophages, which move from tissue to tissue and can accumulate in inflamed or infected areas. Here we see a high density of macrophages found within some inflamed, infected tissue. One way you can remember the order of abundance of the white blood cells 
from highest to lowest is with the mnemonic never let monkeys eat bananas where the N stands for neutrophils found at the highest abundance of between 60 to 70 percent L for lymphocytes M for monocytes E for eosinophils and lastly B for basophils found at the lowest percentage of between 0.5 and 1 percent 